0: Listening to your
1: guys' fantasy sports podcast. Need fantasy tips and advice? They're your guys. Now, here's your hosts, Paul Hilburn and Preston Devine. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the inaugural Your Guys' Fantasy Sports podcast. Preston Devine here with Paul Hilburn. How's it going, Paul? going good very excited for the podcast i think we're both extremely excited about the podcast maybe a little nervous but more than (laughs) anything excited about uh, getting this going so uh we we're really chomping at the bit to give everyone some fancy advice and info and all all our opinions and everything but quickly first we want to get the introductions done so uh, paul you want to tell everyone a little bit about yourself um
0: yeah, uh, I'm originally from
1: California,
0: kind of born and raised in Alameda,
1: Oakland area,
0: so I am a true Raiders fan. Uh, I've been living here in Portland, Oregon for about 15 years, um, press operator, working with Preston Devine and enjoying it, and they were at shop of uh, Impact Printing
1: for roughly about 12 years. Very nice. And how long have you been doing fantasy basketball? Yes, fantasy basketball. Good question should have brought that up first. Um,
0: I've been doing fantasy basketball probably for about eight years. Um, it took me a good couple of years to really understand it. Started with the roto leagues, which I'm not a fan of anymore. Uh, I prefer snake and auto auction drafts. And I've just started uh, what football for three years now. Is it? I think it that. has been three years. Yeah, so I've really enjoyed that. Eventually, I, I do want to move to baseball. <laughs> I
1: have some work to do, but uh, that's uh, we'll, we'll, we'll cross that road when we get to it. Nice. Sounds good. And uh, we'll talk about this another day, but you also have an illustrious basketball playing career. Yes, so. uh, we'll, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll definitely have to get that in another podcast. But um, as for me... I'm Preston Navine. I, I was uh, born in the Phoenix area, Glendale, to be exact, uh, Glendale, Arizona. I kind of grew up all over the place, uh, in Arizona, Oregon, and then in Oklahoma for a little while, my senior year of high school, and then a couple years in college. I, I've i played uh, NCAA and NAI baseball in college, um, so I'm... Um, Really, more of a baseball guy, but I'm I'm into all kinds of sports. I started fantasy sports probably about eight years ago, like you. I also started in the roto leagues and transitioned to head-to-head because yes. I like that more. And uh, but I also I really enjoy this the the auction draft and everything. I did one earlier today, so very nice. That's uh, the long and the short of it for me. I you know I work at Impact with you, so that's uh. About everything you need to know about us for now. For now. <laughs> for now. <laughs> More to come. But like I said, we're really excited to start getting into the, the yes, sports discussion. We should start talking. Here. Yes. Um, we're not much for small, small talk. We'd like to get into it. Yes. So we want to start with the top ten discussion and talk about the, the most likely top ten players that will be taken in these drafts, and it's very important because really those players are going to... Formulate the foundation of your team. Yes. And uh, kind of affect how all the rest of your draft picks are going to go. So we'll pull up our, our top ten rankings here if we want to go over them quickly and kind of talk about each guy. Both of us have Anthony Davis ranked number, number one, one overall. overall. Yeah. Um, I should pull that up real quick. Give me a half second. I forgot to. So AD. I mean, it's been... I guess you could say last year he was the consensus number one overall pick. Oh, yeah, easily. I mean, he should have been. Some people uh, talked about maybe LeBron, but uh, definitely this year, AD is the guy to get number one overall.
0: Yeah, I I think he's been like that for a couple years. I think people have been really... um, I don't know what the right wording is, but they, they are reluctant as far as moving LeBron down, LeBron down, especially as much as he's dropped lately. He's dropped down most polls past five, sometimes six, depending on who you ask. Um, I know that I've discussed this with Preston several times over the past couple of days that I still feel that Anthony Davis is the best player on the planet right now, where some people tend to disagree. Um, Again, that's another discussion. But
1: I think, well, I think, and now at this point, most people would probably agree with you. So uh, is, well, I don't know about that. Well, but uh,
0: no, Anthony Davis to me is a clear cut number one. Um, as as we move down the list, we can see that basically one through five we have the exact same. You now, when we get to six, seven, eight, nine, to ten, it varies a
1: little, but not much. That's right. A pretty similar ranking. So both of us, and and this might be a little controversial amongst you know other analysts and people, but both of us have. Russell Westbrook ranked number two. Yes, I'm a huge fan of Russell Westbrook.
0: Um, the guy's amazing. Obviously, we all know what he did at the end of the last season where he basically averaged a triple-double for a couple months. And with KD being back, um, I don't think he's going to slow down. He's not the type of person to slow down. He His motor is unbelievable. I, I'm planning on drafting him at any time possible. If I have anything of the top three pack picks, I'm going to pick up Russell Westbrook. Well, this Monday, you're probably going to be getting him. Yes, unless something magically happens and our other player
1: decides to pick somebody else besides Anthony Davis, which we don't see that happening, but it's So what we're referring to, we have a Keepers League on this Monday, and we already have the draft order set. Paul has the number two pick and I have the number three. We assume AD will go one. He'll take Westbrook number two and... We'll have to talk about who I'm going to go with three, but yes, but uh, Russell Westbrook. So his his ESPN ADP is, no, is number six overall, and Yahoo is between six and seven. I, so amazing! Man. If if you have the number six or seven pick in a draft, and you can get Russell Westbrook, then uh, then you've got a gift. Absolutely, in my opinion. I, I, it
0: just. It's, I mean, look, I'm not saying James Harden isn't good, or Kevin Durant, or Steph Curry. I'm, they're great, but just. Look, fantasy is about stats specifically. Now, I'm a big fan of people who can basically fill up my stat sheet, like a Russell Westbrook. And another one we'll talk about later is Nico, Nicholas Batum. Um, Kevin Durant used to be that way. He was one of the only people, I think, three years ago that actually averaged something in every single category between blocks, steals, assists, rebounds, three-pointers. I mean, he basically filled up your stat sheet. I... Frown upon people like Pekovic, who just basically rebound and score and do nothing else. Um, so that's, I
1: mean, that's why I'm in so into Mr. Russell Westbrook, because he just, he's a stat filler. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, if you look at the numbers from last year, what, 28 points per game? Yeah. And to, two, even two steals yeah, per two game. two steals amazing. I mean, it you exists. would get him just for the
0: steals, that alone. But he's got the two steals, eight assists, seven rebounds, 1.33 uh, pointers. And mind you, this is a little skewed because he did most of his damage last couple of months. Now, That's before true. that, he was okay, but he just took off, and I, I just don't see him slowing down.
1: Well, and then some. Some people, I'm sure, will be quick to point out that it's statistically factual that both Durant and Westbrook don't put up the same numbers when both of them are on the floor. Yes, I, obviously. I see that. But I mean, to me, the way I see it is, you want to draft talent not situation yeah you know that russell westbrook he's gonna he's gonna get his numbers even yeah. with durant there i mean they've both proven that yes. even when they're both healthy they're still drafted top five you know so. yes so so that's westbrook we're, we're both obviously very high on him so moving on to our uh third overall in the rankings we. Have- i'll let you talk about mr Harden. We have the beard. (laughs) You You talk about the beard. James Harden. Well, I'm very conflicted about it. I I might take him with my third pick on Monday. We'll have to see. Last year, he averaged 27 points per game. It's great to have a guy who's just going to fill it up every night like that. Uh, But even more surprising, he came out with seven assists per game. Yeah. And was that, more than Steph Curry? And uh, five and a half rebounds per game. So, actually... He was getting multiple categories, including two steals per game. So, as as much as I'm not really a Harden fan, I would admit he was a fantasy monster last year.
0: But what, what scares me is now that Ty Lawson's over there, how's that really going to work out? He he can't have the ball in his hands all the time, not to be successful <laughs>
1: with Ty. That's exactly how I feel about. I don't know how. I don't know the implications for Lawson. I don't know if his assists are going to go down because Harden's a ball stopper and he mainly scores by throwing his body in the air and getting the foul line. And so I don't know if that's going to hurt Lassen or if it's going to help him to have someone who, like Harden who actually is extremely talented, a fantastic shooter.
0: And I have to say this real quick, sorry, Preston, but before anybody starts hooting and hollering at how they got to the conference finals, it's ridiculous. <laughs> Besides a major... Downfall of the Clippers. I don't even want to talk about it. But don't don't start saying, "Well, they made it to conference finals." No, they, they should never have been there.
1: But again,
0: well, I digress. Yeah,
1: to me, I think the, the how extreme their meltdown was once they got there kind of proved that they probably shouldn't have been there in the first place. But yeah. but I'll give them. They got there. I'll give them they, that. They did so. get there. His so, but we both have Harden at three. His ADP is three on both Yahoo and ESPN. So it's pretty standard. So moving on we have KD KD Kevin Durant both yes. of us haven't ranked <laughs> we have fourth. yeah fourth overall I'm actually considering changing my ranking and putting him fifth but we can talk a little bit about that we should because obviously I understand
0: um, your reasoning behind it I don't agree with it I feel yes he's had a major injury but KD's KD uh, we've seen what he can do it's uh, He's had a lot of time to recover. I, I feel that he's going to be a monster. I, if I had to, I should have moved him up more. I should have moved him against Harden. Um, I didn't, I'll keep him there. Cause I can't take anything away from Harden. Cause I've never seen somebody able to get to the basket and get every single call. Like he does. I've, I, I've never seen besides Kobe. it's just, it's unbelievable. Half of them. I feel he shouldn't get the calls, but again, that's a total different subject. Um, but yeah. I do, do enjoy KD, and I think it won't be long before he's up there again as far as just in the sheets with fantasy.
1: Well, see, it's certainly possible. And if he does, if KD goes back to being KD, we're talking uh, 20, I mean, well, the ESPN projections is 28 points per game, six, seven rebounds, and four and a half assists per game. That's Obviously, that's fantasy gold. You're talking yep. someone who... You could argue. And you he's know, so long. Talk. He's going to get your block or two. I mean, he will, because he just likes to play a little defense, which other people don't. Yeah. Just, just Harded. The- <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, it's just the way I see it is this is the top 10, this is your first yes. round pick. And say you have a chance of getting Durant or a Steph Curry, and you, you pass on Durant and you go with Curry, and Durant goes off. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, you're not really going to kick yourself because you still have Curry. Yeah, exactly. But, we're not telling you not to drop Curry. That's but at the saying. same time, if it's between Durant and Curry, and you go with Durant, and he gets hurt again, or he's yeah. not the same, then you're kicking yourself. So the way I see it is, Durant could, if you want, to take him. Take him. He could very well be exceptional for you. But I'm just gonna, I'm gonna pass on him this year just because uh, there's so many other people sure. that you can go after, like.
0: Oh the next that's the guy Steph
1: Curry. Steph what Curry's the reigning MV, NBA
0: MVP. You know, I, I, I really don't know what to say about him, honestly. Um he's easily the best shooter in the NBA, if not ever. <laughs> I, I've never seen such a pure shot. But funny enough, I feel that uh Clay is actually the better shooter. Um Steph is definitely flashier. Clay's is phenomenal. <laughs> um
1: I did not well. I'm not so sure played. if I'd say Clay's. I'd say Clay's a smarter did. shooter. Did you not see him score 37 points in <laughs> well, a quarter? Okay, I did. Yeah. <laughs> I um, mean,
0: he's he's a pure shooter. I mean, but look, true. Curry's just flashy. I mean, everybody loves Curry. Everybody loves to watch him. He's explosive. He's he's got to gun in the back. He's got everything.
1: So well, and he doesn't. He do, he doesn't actually put up exceptional. Well, I mean, I shouldn't have say start, not exceptional yeah. numbers, but he had 20 23 points per game last year um i mean obviously that's great but we're comparing this to other guys you know who have 25 26 28 points per game that's not up there with the top point scores you know he doesn't really have to because he has people like curry and everyone else um and then the assists per game don't really jump off the sheet either He's had some injury problems, so that's that's really why he fell down to fell down to like the, the eighth or fifth. Sorry. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not a big impressive. ball. I
0: mean, the big if if you're looking for a shooting point guard, he's your guy. But if you're looking for a true point guard, I mean, we're talking double digit assists. We're looking at CP3. We're looking at yeah. Rondo again, different discussion. But I mean, he's a great But player.
1: Part of it too is that in the end, Steph Curry is the reigning MVP. Is yep. going to be the focal player on one of the best one of the best teams yes. in the NBA. So you really can't go wrong if you do pick no, him up. Exactly. I, I won't fault you. So this is where our rankings break off a little bit now. Yep. Uh, Six overall, you have LeBron. James. I have LeBron
0: James, and honestly, I should put the Marcus Cousins above it, but I almost feel kind of guilty even dropping him that low. Um, but look. LeBron James is LeBron James. The guy's phenomenal. He'll be going down as one of the best players ever to play the game. I get that. Is he the best player on planet right now? I don't think so. That's why he's at number six for me. Um, he's he's going to be LeBron. I mean, what are you going to say? He's going to get you 27, 28 points a game. He's going to get you seven assists, six rebounds, still a couple blocks. I mean, he's LeBron. So it's, as we'll talk more about it later, a lot, you can't really i can't i'm not saying you can't go wrong but just be very careful after the first pick say if you get somebody like lebron james you might want to go for a big in your second round sure. or you might want to look for a point guard a good point guard in your second round depending you know vice versa if you have russell westbrook now you don't have to worry about your point guard at least for a couple of rounds you can look mm-hmm. for bigs you know like your Marcus gasols or
1: you know Vucevic, people like them so uh, we'll we'll definitely talk about that later Well, if you look at the numbers, and and you're probably saying, well, this is fantasy, it's all about the numbers. But if you look at the numbers, the previous numbers, LeBron James, uh, compare him to, I mean, just Curry really quickly. If I can find my Curry sheet. Um, Last year, LeBron averaged two more points per game, um, almost the same amount of steals, uh, one more block, the same amount of assists, essentially. LeBron averaged two more rebounds. I mean, Curry averaged two more threes per game. But statistically, LeBron is superior. Why do I... And so you might ask why I would rank LeBron below Curry. It's because there's a little bit of red flags for me. First of all, LeBron has never played all 82 games of the regular season in his career. Yeah. Uh, he he kind of sees the regular season as a... I don't know if a joke is the right word, but... Yeah, joke is the right word. He... I don't know, what he right he's, he seems annoyed by it though. You know, he he said multiple times it's <laughs> too long, things like that. Last year he played sixty nine games.
0: Which this okay, this is a point I need to bring up. One of the main reasons why I don't pick LeBron is he burned me about four years ago. <laughs> four yes, years. I'm still salty about it. <laughs> so look, he did phenomenal through the season as we entered the playoffs, mind you. They decide to set LeBron, like, you know, we'll give him a couple days off. Which yeah. is fine. In theory, you know, yeah, you want Miami Heat to get ready for the playoffs. But in fantasy, you want people to play. You Like, Kevin Durant's never going to take a day off. Russell Westbrook's never going to yeah. take off. They're going to play. They flat out oh, said, yeah. no, Westbrook, I'm, good. I'm sure. playing. <laughs> so, and that, I mean, we're playing fantasy basketball. And ultimately, you can have the best player. Let's say you draft a Steph Curry. He just explodes for triple-doubles. And, he and he's the perfect Fantasy goal, but then we get the playoffs, they're like, they got a 20 game lead. I'm like, you know, we'll set you down a couple days this week. Yeah, That's what tears me up, but that's why it's hard for me to pull the trigger on LeBron.
1: Yeah, but you're not bitter or anything. No, right? not at all. I, I, Paul's sitting here like, yeah, old Jimmy, I still dislike him from fifth grade. He <laughs> yeah. cut me in the drinking fountain line, so. Uh, he I knew that like wasn't him. my spot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, no, <laughs> that's a totally legitimate point there. We can touch more on this another time, but there are certain players that are still going to be playing towards the end of the season. Other players are going to be shelf, like the the Spurs. A lot of those guys I don't draft because Popovich will rest. Good point. LaMarcus Aldridge is somebody that
0: richly, and is my favorite player, drafted every single year, every time I've done basketball. I will not be drafting him this year. Not because I don't like him, and not because I don't think he will perform, but because he's going to second, third round, so many of the great players you can pick that you know are going to, you know, people like Paul George, Millsap, Gasol, Musabitz, Carmelo. Carmelo, Gordon Haywood. and it's just it's tough because I know LaMarcus is going to take a step up because he back because he was fantasy gold for a long time. There are twenty three points, eleven rebounds, block and a half, two assists, shooting eight percent from the free throw line, fifty percent from the field, everything I wanted in power forward. It just unfortunately not going to happen this year because his minutes will drop from roughly 36 minutes to probably around 30, 31. Yeah. At least that's what I imagine. And it's just going to take some way. And in Pop's system, it's, it's not about, you know, 2010 guys. It's, it's about everybody. So, yeah. and I, I don't have a problem with that, so,
1: but it's just not somebody, unfortunately I'm not going to be targeting. Yeah. Well, enough about your favorite player. Oh yeah. We Stop. get to move on to my favorite player. Oh yeah. Um, and that would be Boogie Cousins. Yes. DeMarcus Cousins. so long. So I have him ranked uh, sixth, which, <laughs> honestly, it, it, with that third pick overall that we're talking about that I have, I'm even considering taking Cousins there. I, I, I probably won't, but it's at least in consideration. But easily the best center in the league. Easily. Absolutely. I mean, you look at, so look at his well, numbers. Yeah, look at his numbers. Briefly from last year, 24 points per game. Solid. Uh, 1.7 blocks, 1.5 steals per game, 3.6 assists, 12.7 rebounds per game. and Fantasy Gold, I, I tell you, he, he builds up stat sheets, and he's the main focus. I mean, that's his team. Absolutely. Yeah, and he doesn't, you know, he's not really a jump shooter, so he's he has a high field goal percentage because he's down low. Um, his... Uh, He's a, even improved in his free throw sheet. He's 78% for a big man these it, days. Look, the only thing I have knock against him is he's
0: such a doofus sometimes doing <laughs> stupid things. I mean, that's the best word I can de- describe it without getting
1: more vulgar. Yeah, Paul once had DeMarcus Cousins in a league where one of the categories was flagrant fouls uh, and technicals. Paul got killed by Cousins. <laughs> I did.
0: Him. I literally dropped him, and, and guess who picked him up the next day? I picked him up and proceeded <laughs> yeah. to
1: win the championship. Yes, he did. <laughs> I was
0: so salty, though. Ugh. I just,
1: you know, but, but he, he's definitely worth the first-round pickup. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, so um, for those of you thinking Paul's an idiot for dropping DeMarcus Cousins, the, the scoring he in that league was very uh, unusual. Yes. That was It was not a normal league. So in my defense, that was also the year I, in fact, drafted LeBron James and took third place. <laughs> that was. And so and I had Carmelo, and the Knicks were fighting for their irrelevant East yes. playoff. <laughs> yes, He exactly. led me to victory. Ugh. He, went, he went ham every night. So, uh, Cousins obviously were both super high on him. Best big man in the draft. Well, yeah. uh, I guess I take it back that Anthony Davis is the best big man. Oh, sure, yeah. But uh, second best big man yeah. in the draft. Yes, um, Those two stand out from everyone, yeah. big time. Uh, I, I really like, if you can get him the first round that's awesome because you have to worry a little less about big men. Yes, um, exactly.
0: I mean, it's it's tough to find 2010 guys. That's why it saddens me just from LaMarcus's standpoint where nobody really felt that he was that good, that he was that, you know, mm-hmm. in fantasy, but he was. But yeah, I can't I can't do that anyway because I I roughly figure about he probably had 18-19 points a game, maybe 8 or 9 rebounds, which isn't bad, but for a first or second round pick, there's better. Yeah. We'll
1: see. He, he might be in more points. I hope so. I I, I'm rooting for him, but it's you. Yeah, we'll see. So cousins, like I say, if if you go out and draft cousins in the, the third, fourth pick overall, even I wouldn't fault you at all. Nope, so. No, one bit. Uh, he's a stud, and I. I we'll see. Uh, maybe him and Rondo might have some good synergy too.
0: Um, um, yes, that's, Rondo's another one which we'll be talking, which I should say I will be talking about later. i yeah, will talk about him later. So next in our rankings here in the top ten. We've got Mr. John Wall that's made the top ten. I pushed out purposely Lillard. I say purposely, it sounds bad, but not. Nah, I, I feel that if I had a choice as far as point guards
1: to choose down the line, it would be John Wall before Lillard. Well, John Wall has more around him. I mean, Beal, which I'm not huge on Beal, but you got Beal, he's got Beal, he's got Gortat He has Nene, Nene. Um, And other people I'm forgetting Yeah right got off the top of the yeah. I thought a reason took off Let me no, double check real quick I'm blanking um, on who the I know they have
0: Auto Porter don't they? Marshawn yes. Gortat, Otto Porter Which I like this year Nene, Chris Humphreys, eh. um, Mr.
1: Jerry Dudley Glenn Rice Jr. Oh, yeah. So, so I mean, it's, it's obviously not, they're not contending for a title in my opinion. But he, he's got a decent little squad around him. And John Wall is a stud, man. He is. I Absolutely. Mean, I, I'll see his numbers and they're really good every now and then. I'll sit and watch him play a game and yeah. he can take over. Yes. So, if, if you can get a point guard... A solid point guard like John Wall, no. then you can sit on point guards. Do you does it show the shooting percentage as far as John Wall? There was a point I was gonna bring up. So I don't have that pulled up. I don't but it don't, will it show You can find it right here. Oh. Sorry about that, guys.
0: So Yeah, yeah he's well, career right, he's 43%. I, I guess the reason why I'm trying to bring this up because my knock on Damian Lillard is his defense and his shooting percentage. He doesn't shoot anything over 40%. Now, John Wall's not a whole lot better. He's uh, roughly around 43%, which isn't a lot better, um, but I'll take it. They both
1: shoot yeah. uh, pretty well from the free line. Well, well a little bit better. Even if it's a little difference, it- if you're shooting that high volume of shots, that's a good point. Yes, exactly. Overall team.
0: So, but, yeah. Because we're going to talk about this later because a, a big man I was targeting later in the second, third round is DeAndre Jordan. People might front up him because of his free throws, but because yeah. of his volume, he's not going to show, you know, shoot 10
1: to 12 free throws like a John Wall mm-hmm. or a Lillard. He might shoot four or five, depending on the Hackishack, But yeah, so that's something we'll we'll definitely go into more detail on that later because that's something we want to talk about. Yeah. So, f- finishing off our top ten here, you have Carmelo number and, uh, ten, uh, and I have Clay Thompson. Yes, 10. two small forwards.
0: So uh, I, 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 you know, I could talk about Melo, but everybody knows Melo. I feel that uh, he's going to give you what he gives you. Um, if he has a better team this year. I wouldn't say that. Um, he's a competitor. I guess that's the best way to put it. He's going to get you 26 points a game. He's going to get you 7 rebounds, 3 assists, a steal, probably 2 3-pointers. So he's definitely going to up the stat sheet. He's actually someone I'm actually going to think about s- considering if he falls to me, say third round. I'm not saying he will, but if he happens to be there, I'm going mean, to snag him in a heartbeat.
1: He, he actually, it's possible, maybe in some drafts, that he will. And so, he's one of those guys, if he does, you absolutely... Yeah, to I'm him. even experimenting getting him in the second round. Um, it just, again, which we'll
0: talk about later, it depends who I get in the first. Now, if I get, um, say, LeBron James, I'm not going to look at Carmelo Anthony. Right. Now, if I got Russell, or like, you know, DeMarcus Cousins, then definitely, Carmelo <clears throat> <throat> would be coming up yeah. next. So,
1: yeah, and then quickly on Clay Thompson. I mean, I feel like a lot of people know about Clay Thompson, too. 21 points per game. He's a consistent point score for you. He'll get you a steal a game, almost a block a game. You know, three rebounds, three assists, nothing exceptional. It's better than nothing there, you know. But those three, three, th- three pointers per game. I was going to say, the reason why you draft him is for his three pointers. Yeah. It's his volume of scoring. scoring. Yeah. yeah. So uh, and he's going to shoot at high percentage. He's just a good shooter, but he's just a really solid guy to fill out your shoot. He has shooting guard and small forward ability. Yes. Two positions that some. How people many rebounds
0: did he get a game?
1: Struggle last year, th- just three. So, he, you know I don't know. He's not going to. He doesn't excel in a ton of categories, but he's very consistent. But in the categories he does give you, he he does really well. And um, free throw percentage, field goal percentage. And He's not one of those guys you'll be afraid that he'll just go off the defense
0: and stop playing well. Exactly. You're not going to have a 30-point night the next night, four. That's never going to happen with Clay.
1: Although he will score, what, 37 points in a quarter? In a quarter, exactly. Uh, That's (laughs) always nice if you own him and he does that. But that is the top ten rankings. We just wanted to quickly go through that and detail that for you guys. Perfect. What we're going to do right now is we're going to take a very short break and we'll come back and we'll start talking about the middle rounds and the guys we should be looking at in there. So stay tuned. Alright, welcome back everybody. Thank you for sticking with us. We want to talk about middle round players now. And let me set a bit of a scenario. So you're drafting in your draft, and you're getting to about the fifth, sixth round. And say you haven't drafted a shooting guard yet. Or you haven't drafted a... Hopefully you have a point guard by then. But you haven't drafted a power forward or center. You need a big... You know that's there's five positions, and so once you get to the fifth, sixth round, it's very possible that one of those positions you haven't filled in yet. So you're thinking, I got to get on it. I got to get one of these guys. So we want to kind of help you guys out and give you some suggestions for people from different positions that you might want to look for in those middle rounds. So we just don't want you to be one of those guys that have four point
0: guards and going into the ninth and tenth round and have nothing else. And I understand the theory behind drafting the, the um, ability, or uh, what's the right terminology? Um, help me here, person.
1: Drafting towards
0: um, just—I mean, you, you, you draft the talent, right? But. Don't be stuck with four-point guards by the fifth right. round. That, that's just ridiculous. I don't Doesn't, care how much you like Lillard and Curry and all these guys together.
1: You know, I, I joined a decent amount of, and I know you join hordes of these, uh, ran, just random ESPN leagues every year, people I don't even know.
0: Yeah.
1: It seems like every single one of those leagues has at least one person that either has like six point guards or yep. like six centers, someone who just says, I, I don't even care. <laughs> just, I, I love these guys. I'm just exactly. getting them. So. Exactly. Exactly. So, don't be one of those guys. Yeah. Yes, don't. So this will help you not be one of those guys. I mean, they
0: so, they have, have chats. Sorry, Preston. They have chats or parts in the draft room where you can tell how many power forwards mm-hmm. you have, how many centers you have, how many guards. Um, just kind of pay attention to that. I, yeah. I understand your favorite players might be all up there, but
1: get a nice balance. Exactly. So, let's, let's talk about point guards really quick. Okay. Say you need you need a point guard. You kind of missed out. Maybe you got LeBron, and then you picked up someone else like uh, Abusevich. Sure. And you're getting in there, and you you really need to start getting on the point guard bandwagon. Who uh, who do you have on there for point guards? Um, I have a couple. Um, one of them I'm a fan of is
0: Mr. Drew Holiday. Now, you can actually get him really late, probably even 9th, 10th round if you needed to. But... I believe in Drew. I I know he was injured last year. Um, he averaged only 14 points, seven assists, uh, three rebounds, and a three pointer. I believe it's going to go up a lot. I do understand what they're saying. He's only gonna be limited to 15 minutes for a short period of time. I just feel that with now Tyreek Evans going down, they're going to eventually just push him in a lot sooner. I, I sure. think he will. I feel that he will be fine. I feel that he's. One of the the better point guards, especially these later rounds. Um, he's an exciting player to watch. Again, he's filling up the stat sheet for me: fourteen points a game, one and a half threes, three rebounds, six assists, one and a half steals. That's really good for me. a well, point guard, I, I think yes. the point guards even good more. I he, I feel probably eight or nine assists is what
1: Drew's going to be putting up when when he's in. I have great confidence in him. He last year he burned me in a lot of leagues with how often he was injured. Yes, I had to kind of get rid of him or try to dump him. No one wanted to trade for him because he didn't have much value while he was hurt. So he really burned me there, and I can get pretty, uh, pretty bitter about that. But well, I, let me give you my other one because that was kind of a reach,
0: but a good one to kind of in this realm is the dragon. I do prefer the dragon. Um, just Goran going Drogic. Right. Yeah. He's over, door. yeah, exactly. Um, he's over in Miami. I feel that he's going to do really well over there. Uh, we
1: can always hear the story of, uh, Preston's involvement with the Dragon. Well, speaking of bitterness, I, <laughs> I'm not too happy with Drogic. I'm a big Phoenix Suns fan. So, I just don't like how, how that all ended, how he, how he left. He did end up apologizing for kind of how he he went out uh, burning bridges, guns ablazing, which I, I really didn't feel like he had to do. But whatever, you know, I, I, I don't have much to say about it. He is a good, a good guy, and I think he will do well in Miami. Uh, not exceptional, but for where he's being drafted, I think he's uh, he's he's being drafted where he should be. So,
0: um, One more sleeper I want to throw out there is Isaiah Thomas over in Boston. Oh, yeah. I think he's going to overtake that number one position. He's going to give you about six assists, twenty points, two threes, a steal, and a couple rebounds. Uh, he, I really like him. Yeah. It, it's somebody I would definitely look at if I wasn't looking for Drew. Definitely a great option for those mid rounds if you're looking for a nice solid
1: point guard. Yes, so that's a good option. I have two options for you. I think I think this year the later round, uh, later round point guards are deep this year. Mm-hmm. You. Obviously, if you can get a stud like Westbrook or John Wall, you're going to want to do that. But even if you don't, there are some pretty good options later on. So, one of them I want to talk about is Kemba Walker. Kemba, he's, he's not a big assist guy. I don't even have my stat sheet on him. I believe it's five assists per game he has. Walker. But he gets you steals. He, uh, I mean, he still gets you five assists. Let's see, I have the number here. Yeah, ex- 5.1 assists per game last year. I, I don't really, there's no indication that that will really go up this year. I'd like to think it will. Um, a steal and a half per game, which I would have thought his average would be higher on that. I guess that's that's pretty standard. Um, 17 points per game. He's, he's a talented guy, though. A talented young guy. Uh, his field goal percentage could be better, but um, for a guy getting in that later round... And he's I also figured. he's also a guy that that's his team. Again,
0: he's not going to be fighting for a spot. Mm-hmm. He's not going to have anybody else bring down his neck that if he screws up, has three or four turnovers turn in a game, they're not going to boot him or try yeah. somebody else.
1: Now, and again, I'm mostly talking about head-to-head leagues here. If you are in a roto league, his field goal percentage might deter you from pick, and and the assists, because that's more about categories, or, you know, everything all together. So, he's just someone to look at. I mean, he's not bad. He's going decently late. For a guy who's a unquestionable, or, sorry, unquestioned point guard for that team, you know, that's that's pretty good. And then the other one, who I'm even higher on, is Ricky Rubio. Rubio. And Rubio... Look, he doesn't get you, don't count on points really from, from him. Yeah. You know, hardly at all. He yeah. only <laughs> averaged 10 points per game last year, but 8.8 assists per game last really nice. year. nice. That's Even a guard. 5.7 rebounds per game.
0: Yeah.
1: Not bad. He, I mean, he doesn't, he's a guard that doesn't give you points or threes, so there's that, but. How was, many games did he play last year? I want to say he was kind of, he still kind of one of those injury prone, not. That's All the time, you know that's true too, uh, but yeah, it depends. If if he's gonna be healthy, he's, he's supposedly healthy right now, so he's kind of the unquestioned point guard there. I mean, Zach Levine is, a, is Levine. supposedly a point guard, yeah. but they're kind of changing that because that's not really working. Rubio's a distributor, it, so say he, he. I think you confuse him well with a point guard, a scoring point guard. Say you drafted a Steph Curry or you drafted a Damian Lillard in the first round or second round. Once you get to the later rounds, you can pick up someone like Rubio because he's going to get you assists and you don't really need the points from him. So, exactly. So that's someone you're going to want to look at there. So how about uh, two guards? Do you
0: have anyone there? I do. I do indeed. Um, I have Mr. C.J. McCollin. I don't know how much of a sleeper he is now. Um, I know that he's a major focus over in Portland. Me being over here in Portland, they love them some CJ. It's all about Dame and CJ right now, and of course Myers Leonard. But I guess, guess. <laughs> CJ uh, <laughs> CJ is going to get a lot of time out there. They really like him. I don't know yet if he's actually going to be starting to begin with, but he's going to get a lot of playing time. Uh, they, they ESPN projects them to have roughly about 13 points, one steal, two assists, two rebounds, and. One and a half threes and about twenty six minutes of playing time.
1: So who would you compare him to from from last year, like statistically, to give someone an idea? Interesting. Um what's
0: funny my first thought was Eric Gordon. But he's better because he's a he shoots better from the field. Yeah. Eric Gordon shoots roughly around thirty nine to forty percent, which I do not like. Yeah. But he scores like him. Actually he's a little better scorer. If you really watch him play, the guy's Got some phenomenal moves. He's very, uh, very quick, yeah. deceivingly quick. He's got some great moves. I, I just worry about his defense. I really <laughs> haven't watched too much of him to know. But well, fantasy wise,
1: it doesn't. Yeah, that's right true. At all, so. I, I'm speaking more from about.
0: You're right. I, I'm kind of burning off to being a basketball player. But no, but, CJ is a, is a nice little pickup. Like I said, two weeks ago, I I personally like to do one draft before preseason starts. Because I've watched so much basketball and I've played so much basketball, I have a general idea of what I'm looking for. And I swooped him up in every one of my leagues, literally on the waiver wire. Can't do that anymore. He's going to run right. the 7th, 8th round easily. You could probably get him earlier. If you're really wanting a good uh,
1: shooting guard, like you say, I think he's a great pickup. Sure. Absolutely. Another shooting guard you might want to look at, kind of in the middle round. So who, I'm... From sheer rec, even just from sheer n- name recognition alone, I'm just kind of surprised he isn't being drafted higher. And that's Andrew Wiggins. Yes, he, that, uh, yeah, that's a good question. So, that's- his ADP in ESPN's is number 46 pick, and his ADP in Yahoo's 59. Wow, you can almost get him in the, the sixth round in a 10 team league, Andrew wow. Wiggins. And you look at okay, last year which was his rookie year. Yes. As a rookie, 17 points per game, four and a half rebounds yeah. per game, two to, to assists, a steal, a you know, half a block. He doesn't really get you threes, but there, he's rumored to be working on that. But we'll see. You know, I won't give him that until I see it. But I, I, you can almost guarantee that his, his scoring is going to go up a little. Yeah. I would think. Yes. And up from 17, if... ESPN projects him at 20 points per game, five rebounds per game, two assists, a steal. That for for picking a guy in the fifth, sixth round that gives you that number kind of yeah, numbers, exactly. that's awesome. Yes, and uh, and it, and then furthermore, if you're in a keepers league or something, uh, that's that being a guy who's only in the second year, you're going to value him even more. I mean, so again, he's a focus of Minnesota. Mm-hmm. that's that's
0: key I think to a lot of these players is when you're trying to draft them like a Goran Drogic is going to be running the team over Miami um, somebody like that trying to think of somebody who really isn't a major focus like how well do you think Monte Ellis is going to really do over in Indiana
1: now he's not going to be gonna a major d- focus Depend on how Paul George does yeah. if George gets it out again then maybe he will be the major focus but yeah. we kind of saw how he did it even in Dallas with a slightly aging Dirk Nowitzki Monte was a good option, but he wasn't, you know, exceptional. Yeah. So I think I think his value his value will stay somewhat similar, if not drop a little. It, maybe it, drop it a might little. drop
0: a little. It, again, it, we we don't really know because we're all curious to know, and I'm wishing
1: the best on Paul George. I hope he has a great season. Uh, absolutely, but uh, it's funny you mentioned Monte Ellis because I believe he's being drafted sooner than Andrew Wiggins. Yeah. And he is. like you say, Wiggins is more of a featured guy and Ellis isn't. So give me the featured guy. Do you feel box. just because okay. of a namesake, like no one really knows Andrew Wiggins compared to, to like He was the number players. one pick overall. You would think. Yeah, but, but who knows
0: Anthony Bennett right
1: now? Here's a funny thing. I guarantee you, if they hadn't traded away Andrew Wiggins and gotten Kevin Love, if Wiggins is playing with LeBron right now, he's being drafted uh, in the that's third good round. Point. I'd be drafted about in the that. third, definitely
0: early fourth round i yeah, guarantee. I'd like to hear from you Cleveland fans. How do you feel about that? Yeah, so <laughs> That's a good point. I never even thought about that.
1: Yeah, just because uh, he's in Minnesota, so they yeah. don't really care anymore. Can you imagine how it would work out now if they had Wiggins and Tristan Thompson
0: and Kyrie Irving and LeBron and everybody's happy and no one's oh, bitching
1: and whining? Yeah, it would be pretty exceptional. Yeah. I know that uh, Kevin Love has a. Yeah, I don't, I don't even feel but, like talking about. That. Yeah, we don't really want to talk about Kevin <laughs> no. Love right now. Let's talk about different power yes. forwards. Er, if you if you're in need of a power forward or even a center, let's talk about bigs. You need All right, a big. We're talking big.
0: Um, I still want to bring up the Greek Freak right now. Uh, he's not considered big, even though he's a long, like six eleven, small forward slash power forward. Yeah, small.
1: The he's Greek Freak shooting guard. Oh my goodness! The Greek
0: yeah. Freak is a monster. He's uh... now mind you, he's not going to give you a lot of points, but this is a guy filling up the stat sheets. He's got. 13 points a game, 7 rebounds, I feel is going to go up. 1.5 blocks, 1.5 steals, 3 assists. I love steals and blocks, and the Greek loves to play defense, and I love that because he wants to block your shot. He wants to pick your pocket. This is a guy I feel that's going to be a really nice pickup in most leagues. For those of you, I'm going to
1: try and say it in case. Yeah, I'm not going to. to. I'm going to let
0: Preston do it. Giannis
1: Antetokounmpo. That's Better than what I, I could have done. I'm actually yes, impressed with myself. That's, that's probably impressive. not completely right, but that's close. That's who we're talking about. The Greek freak is his nickname. And most people yeah. call him that because nobody can pronounce the name correctly. But For, but yeah. this this guy, to me, almost reminds me of a young Rudy Gay or something. You know, twelve yeah. last year, 12 points. I mean, I guess a steal and a block, two assists, six rebounds. I would not be surprised if he
0: gives you a couple steals and a couple blocks a game.
1: Yeah, that would that would not surprise me at if all. If he could bump that up to at least one and <laughs> a half each, or, or maybe two. And again, he's a core part of Milwaukee. Well, he's super young. Was oh, yeah. he a rookie last year? Oh, yeah. So, banking on a guy like that, I think it's kind of funny that everyone's banking on Rudy Gobert, for instance, to be this big stud when he hasn't proved it yet. Yeah. And yet uh, Giannis is being drafted down. His ADP is... Sixty fourth and sixty second in Yahoo and ESP or ESPN and Yahoo respectively. That's, that's a that's a great deal. Yeah, I think that's be thank us this later. It's each of us are real. getting him on every yeah, team absolutely. we have. Absolutely, we have him that we're drafting. So, um, I mean, the worst case scenario, he gets he gets hurt all year. I don't know. I I I don't right. see there being a bad scenario drafting him in the sixth yeah. round. And he's gonna be playing over thirty minutes a game.
0: Yeah, there's. There's nothing else you can say. It's 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 there. So what about big men? People are afraid they're not going to get boards. Um, you know, one of my favorites. Uh, I'm not saying I'm biased because he was over here in Portland for a couple years, but I love Robin Lopez, or better known as Rolo. He's a hard worker, just an old school, you know, punch in clock. I'm just going to get some boards, do whatever needs to be done, scrapping for rebounds, steals, whatever you need me yeah. to do, I'm going to do. He's going to put the work in. He's going to be over at uh, New York where they really don't have a lot of bigs to do that kind of dirty work, at least not that That's what Willow does.
1: I mean, so Crispy or Przingis is he's rumored he's to start stretch. at the four, and yeah. he's more of a stretch four. So you're going to have Robin Lopez going to take on the bulk yeah, of the rebound. Pretty you know, much. I, I mean, yeah. So I have a, a similar type player, but he's on my Phoenix Suns, Tyson Chandler. Last in which year. he took over Tyson's spot. I know. Well, actually, he was over Dallas, but a couple years before that Sorry. Right. So, uh, and Tyson Chandler, I know he's a year older. He, he's no spring chicken. But last year, 10 points, 11 rebounds, a block and a half a game. I mean, you'll you'll take that from a big man. We're talking someone you're getting towards the end of a draft.
0: Yeah, and like, we're also talking, like we've talked about, hopefully, in a scenario with all shooting guards and guards and right. small forwards, and you need a big double-digit rebounds for Tyson, absolutely. Well, and shooting thing, 60% from the field Exactly. People yes. don't
1: talk about that, but he's towards the tops in the league in yeah. field goal percentage. Yes. And, and that's a whole category that people kind of let slip and he'll blocks, get you a block correct. or two. He'll definitely get you a block and a half.
0: Good days he might yeah. get you three or four, but he's going to play defense.
1: Yeah. So, but for a guy that is, his ADP on ESPN is 105. It's insane. You got to be kidding me! Yeah. A guy who averaged a double double last year—I'll yeah. take that. Yahoo seventy seventy-five. That's a little better for an ADP, but still, if if you need a big man later on, Tyson Chandler is a great option. Absolutely. So, another guy you might want to look at, and this is some some people aren't high on him, and I'll I'll tell you why. But Greg Monroe, I like Greg Monroe. Last year, 16 points per game, 10 rebounds per game. So he averaged a double-double, um, <laughs> half a block a game. I'm just going to put that out there, and that's his biggest downside. Yeah, he's, he's not known for blocks, yeah. He's a big man who doesn't fill up the block area at all, which can kind of hurt you a little, especially in Roto. But uh, talking head-to-head, he's still 16 points per game, 10 rebounds per game. And now, and that was with Detroit. He's down low with Andre Drummond. And did he take less money from Milwaukee? Because didn't Portland offer him the
0: same kind of deal? And he's like, "No, I'm going over here to Milwaukee." Because
1: uh, I don't remember. I just I do know. I want to say he went down something like that. He's loving being in Milwaukee because yes. all of a sudden he is. Well, his whole guy career, there. he was right there next to uh,
0: Drummond? Drummond. Drummond. Yeah. So it was basically playing the exact same spot.
1: Somehow. Playing at the same time, which made any yeah. didn't make any sense, but yeah. So and they didn't quite uh, mesh together as well as like a Millsap and a Horford yes. yes so now at Drummond's in Milwaukee. His preseason numbers have been great. I believe the other day he he went twenty five and thirteen. Wow, something like that. So he's putting up some really good and he's numbers.
0: giving you steal a game. I mean, he's not
1: going to block shot, but he'll give you steals. Again, yeah. steals is another one of those categories that's kind of sneaky. So that's the thing. Yeah, uh, you would like to get blocks out of your big man, but at least he'll give you steals instead. Yeah. So um, so I like Greg Monroe. For a guy, you can get late fifth round yeah. on both ESPN and Yahoo. That's a pretty good pickup, especially if you need a big man, like yes. we're talking about. I totally so. agree. That's what we have there. Do you have uh, Do you have any other big men, or we will move on to sleepers? Let, um, let me take one
0: more quick peek real quick, see if there was any bigs that I was thinking
1: of. Yeah, we'll see here. We want to make sure we have some good late options. Yeah. Arolo, I think, is the only big man you had on the list here. For the, Unfortunately, for the I had drums. more ideas. I'm I, um,
0: just uh, a little slow over here. Um, <laughs> it's our first oh, podcast. Yeah. So. <laughs> Sorry. I, I was going to bring an Okafer, now over in Philadelphia, which is a nice... Day. Now, obviously, he's a rookie, so we really don't know. Um... He's worth kind of throwing out there, kind of taking a chance.
1: You're, you're obviously... You're not going to pick him if you're really hurting for big men. Yes. you got to get someone. Then you want to take like a Rolo or a Tyson Chandler. But he's got a great but upside. If you already have a couple people in place, then... Yeah. You might want to take a flyer on him. He, he was a beast in college.
0: Now, I'm not a personal fan, but Dwight Howard's still going to be available at that time. Never been a fan, but again... Big guy, going to give you double digits rebounds, going to get you a couple of blocks. Right. I hate people who shoot under 50% free throws. <laughs> I will never draft anybody that shoots under 50%. Are yeah, we exactly. or
1: are we not one to two years removed from everyone saying Dwight Howard is the top center in this oh, game? Shaq still thinks he is, which is amazing, but yes. So Dwight Howard, I just remember, what did Elias Juan say he was going to work with him? And then they hacked yeah. him up like he's gonna be really good and yeah. he's still Exactly. Not. So But I, I
0: thought I throw it out there because again you could probably even get him later. But again, if you're struggling for a big man, you do something get double digits might be a might be an idea. Another idea is Roy Hibbert over in the Lakers. That is, again another person I've never been a fan of. I felt that he's got the
1: talent, but I just feel he's soft. Well, he is, but the Lakers need to. They gotta use somebody. And Hibbert. It's funny. It's just because for a guy who's seven foot three, he's never averaged nine or more rebounds mm-hmm. per season. But almost like a Brooke Lopez, but not quite that bad. Yeah. But in preseason, he's been about an eight rebound or, or sorry, eight point twelve rebound guy. So if yeah. he can be that in the regular season, he gets you two blocks a game. Yeah. So and again, shoots extremely well for the free throw line. One of the. It's a few that Does shoots, he? I think, over 80%. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's that's pretty good. You, I wouldn't think. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's good Good for him. So <laughs> he's definitely someone you want to look at. I have him actually as a sleeper because... Oh, you did? Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to steal no, that from you. No, that's fine. That's a great transition <laughs> okay. there. Because okay. an ESPN is ADP's 109, Yahoo 101. Yeah. The guy you can get, we're talking someone towards the end of the draft. Why not take a chance on him? The worst thing... Yeah, worst case scenario, you drop and you pick up like a Gorgie Dane or something. Yeah. You know, something like that. So... Uh, Let's go. Quickly, that like we that? want to point out a couple more sleepers and we'll kind of wrap things up for you. But uh, another another sleeper that... Well, I guess Tyson Chandler was one of my sleepers. Oh, behind. okay. I want to talk briefly, uh, and this is... About as deep a sleeper as you can have. Oh, (laughs) yes. And I may sound ridiculous and may laugh at me, but Devin Booker, the Phoenix Suns, yes, I'm being a little bit of a homer here, but you want to keep an eye on him. This guy is, I believe, two years removed from high school. Very young. Very young. He played, I believe, one year at Duke and started. And uh, now he's here in the NBA. He's, he's not very consistent. Last night in the preseason game, he only played like two minutes. Wow. But then a couple days ago, he scored 20 in 15 minutes. So, like you say, not looking super consistent right now. But this is a guy who could be a poor, a poor man's J.J. Riddick if things go well. And for a guy who's a rookie, you, I'm not even saying you, you should draft him. Just keep an eye on him. His ADP right now is 140 on the SPI, 134 on Yahoo. So really, you're looking at a guy who's being taken the last round in 14 team leagues. <laughs> so. Oh, one more I'd like to bring up before we get. Noah Vonley over in Portland.
0: Um, oh, yeah. For some reason, they love him. Um, he will get playing time. How much, I don't really know. But something, somebody you want to keep an eye on just in case, like, oh, my gosh, I have yeah. no bigs. I need somebody to play tonight. Probably be on the waiver wire. If not, at least 12th, 13th round, you can take he's a
1: look so at young. him. so young. Isn't he like 19th yeah. or 20? And then he finished last season. It was something like three of his last four games, he had double-doubles. Yeah, they gave exactly. Minutes. Yes. Uh, someone that's that young. Oh, okay, he's 24. Oh, he's, or no, that's... He's 20. 20, okay. 6'10",
0: 240. He's a big guy. He's a big
1: dude. Yes, very long dude. Yes. So he might break out so we're talking right now about people you're just taking a flyer with the exactly it's not draft. somebody
0: where it's like going through the draft you need to get von Lane in the third round nothing like that it's just somebody you're thinking about your for whatever reason you drafted yeah. and you only have one big um you're looking for somebody online that like you said kind of reaching a little bit
1: yeah uh, i mean booker like i said i i'm don't even completely advocate drafting him. Just keep an eye on yes. him. Yes. Because the Suns, right now, they have two point. Their two best players are point guards Brandon Knight and Bledsoe. Bledsoe will probably play a lot of two guard. But when he shifts out, Booker is really pretty much the only real two guard on the team. And they don't have very many three point threats. Tucker's not really a real three point is threat. Bledsoe? Are uh, not? TJ Warren's not. Uh, Bledsoe would probably be their biggest. One, but, but is he's really a consistent very inconsistent thing? shooter. Yeah. Bad field goal percentage. Booker is supposed to be a shooter. So that's why I say he could turn into another J.J. Riddick or someone. And if you can get someone like, uh, if you could get a J.J. Riddick at the last pick of your draft in a 14 team league, that's gold. It's gold. I, it's gold. <laughs> I don't understand. is several
0: leagues I've looked in,
1: J.J. Riddick's still on the waiver wire. I don't really? quite understand it that. yes. That's actually surprising to me. He yeah. gets you three pointers, he gets you points. I mean, he's, he's not going to win you your league most likely, but don't to Warren. yeah. So I mean, T.J. Warren, I don't know what to think about him. It's, he's having a great preseason. People are all high on him right now, but he was also the the um, like the rookie league player of the year a year or two two good years ago, and then the regular season didn't do much. So as a Suns fan, I'm I'm not holding my breath on him very much, but definitely worth keeping an eye on him. I was looking at some of the stats from Bugger. It
0: seems like he's slowly progressed better and better. Yeah, starting out with 3rd I'm looking at his field goal percentage. Oh, okay. It's not bad 43%. Nothing to scoff at. A little improvement,
1: obviously. But But for 5.3 line, she's pretty well from the free throw line. He's just, as an organization, the Suns want to get him going. You, yeah. So you you want to own people that organizations are going to invest? Erico Vonley, like same scenario. They drafted him.
0: Obviously, they blew up the team with LaMarcus, Rolo, West all leaving. Bunch of new crew members up there. Even other people you can look at. Um, somebody I was actually thinking about. You can tell me what you think real quick before we close this out, and yeah, see if I can even pronounce his name. You know who I'm thinking about, right? Um,
1: I do now because you're hovering. <laughs> <haven't>, but <laughs> Alvarico Minu.
0: Yes, I think he's a, again on the waiver wire. He's uh, something I, I, I'm going to watch. Yeah, kind of thing.
1: He's a potential to get you double-digit rebounds and then at least a little bit of everything, even like a, a steal and a half, a block and a half. If he's doing when he's doing well, he's one of those guys I, I would call a journeyman, someone I pick up and drop a lot. Yes, because um, he careful. has periods of time where he's doing really well. So yeah, you might to keep an eye on him. So, that's, uh, that's all we have laid out for our first podcast for you guys. Yes. Thank you for those of you that actually stuck it out and you're still listening to our voices. <laughs> yes. I'm pretty impressed and uh, pleased with that. Uh, what we would like to do is, we, we love to interact with people. We love Absolutely. to go back and forth on Twitter and stuff like that. Give people a hard time. Give each other a hard time. Uh, definitely tweet us. If you have any questions... You can tweet us. Paul's Twitter handle is Darth underscore Paul with two L's. Yes. Darth underscore Paul, like Darth Vader. Yes, because yeah. I'm yes. a Star Wars freak. I'm Star, a Star Wars, Wars fan. fan. I'm not afraid. So that's how you can, that's where you can find Paul, Darth underscore Paul, Paul with two L's. And then mine is Divine Inspired, which is my last name, D-E-V-I-N-E Inspired is the word. And you can find us on Twitter there, and then our website, yourguyssports.com. dot com. And you can also email us questions. There's a on our website we have a submission form where you can submit questions, or you can just straight email us. We, we would love
0: us. your questions. I'm dying yes. to hear some of your questions. Yes, yeah.
1: we uh, we will even even if we don't address them in the air, we will answer every single question one way or another, Absolutely. whether privately or publicly. Yes. We and as we're getting the podcast started, most likely publicly. So if you want to get in
0: there, get your name on the air. And don't be afraid to let us know what you don't like about it. Then, sure. It doesn't matter if it's our voice or how we giggle, whatever. Just yeah, we,
1: uh, we have pretty thick skin. Yeah, we'll so be So there's that. So we love feedback. Definitely hit us up. Our, our email address is info at com. Again, our website, yourguysports.com. Go ahead and check it out. All our podcasts will be there and everything else. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. Again, thank you for sticking through the whole podcast. This is Preston Devine and Paul Hilbin. We will catch you guys later. Yes, later.